Welcome to The Dep. I'm your host, Carl Thomas. This is a late night drop of The Dep podcast. Why? Because hip hop you don't stop is this weekend, people. It's a four day community event that starts on the 19th at Jean Briand Park with a community talk from 5 to 7. It follows on the 20th with、um, the inauguration of the transmission mural at Nelson Mandela Park. Featuring the famous Zek One. I know him. Also with DJ Blaster and Malicious. Then we go on the weekend with the block party at MLK Park, the old Kent Park, from 2 to 8, with a panel of artists, local, famous. You, you will have a blast. And it finishes on Sunday with, of course, Elementa Kisa at Girard Park from 12 to 7. That's a lot of information. That's a lot of information. So, save all this information. And if you missed it, go on Facebook to get more info. I'll be putting the links、um, to the event in the details and adding some video,、um, some YouTube videos of past events to give you a better idea、um, of the hip hop festival itself. So, all the links will be there if you need more information. So, with all that, the coordinator of the event decided to pop by、um, on the DEP and share with us the history of this beautiful festival, this beautiful community gathering. And、uh, he shares also the changes he saw growing up in NDG and much, much more. I'm trying to keep it short and sweet. So, Emilio Orellana Cote. No? Is that too much? Emilio. Orellana Cote, the coordinator of Hip Hop You Don't Stop. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse en Proie of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codenege NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. Before we start, you want to introduce yourself and basically say what you are bringing and、uh, what you're preparing for us、uh, upcoming next weekend. Next、yeah. weekend, next week, yeah. Well, yeah, my name is Emilio. I、uh, was、uh, born and raised in Codenesian DG. And、um, I, well, actually, I was born in Codenesian.、Mm-hmm. And a couple of years after, like two years, I guess, I moved to NDG. And then moved a couple of places, got to, new, get to know a, a different streets, and ended up on Montclair Fielding for the 10 other years of my life. But what, or, around what age did you move、uh, I was f- to NDG?、Uh, seven. No, well,、uh, to NDG? Yeah. I was two. Okay. Or like okay. One and a half. Okay. I, I was born in Codenege、uh, near the、uh, St. Justin Hospital,、mm-hmm. and then moved to NDG. All right. Yeah, at one point we had a. I was living near the West Broadway in Sherbrooke. Okay. On, one of the, on Patricia Street. Yeah. And then that was a couple of years when it was like the, the happy family part <laughs> of the family. When everyone、nice. was together, <laughs> mom and dad together, the dog and all of that. <laughs> that, ended, that lasted a couple of years and then,、uh, well, everything started changing and I moved on the blocks that are there on,、uh, on Sherbrooke at the corner of West Broadway. Mm hmm. And,、uh, and yeah, so then we, we kept, a, I was a couple of years there with my mom and then moved. I think I was eight. 
to Montclair. Okay. Montclair Fielding. Okay. And since five years ago, All I was right. there. <laughs> so basically, you grew up. You grew up in NDG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Completely. And yeah. and you consider yourself an NDG or? Ah, uh, yeah, all the way. Yeah, and I, you still embrace Kodanej, right? Because like everybody, everyone knows you. Basically, everywhere you go, they know who you are. Oh uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I I, I was always <laughs> pretty like low key all my life. Yeah. Uh, I never was like a big, uh, like a big highlight or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was mostly involved in sports actually. All 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 my 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 youth, I would say. Okay, what sports were those? Basically, soccer, American football, okay, and track racing. Oh, you did track? Oh yeah, I did not know that. Oh uh, no. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a big part. That was okay, cool. I almost I almost followed on that actually and stayed on that, but mm-hmm. uh, you know things happen. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That was a big chunk. So yeah, definitely like you say, you know, we always used to go back and forth from Kodanesh to to NDG. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, we always had a huge bridge with commu- the Kodinesh Community Center because my brother that's now like 40-something uh, used to be animateur when he was a teen at, okay. at the CELO, at the Centre Communautaire Kodinesh. Yeah. Uh, my sister used to be there also to mm-hmm. just hang out at the Community Center. That's actually how we got to Yeah, yeah, yeah. How we met, yeah, yeah. You know, with uh, Pierre. To yeah. And then I started going to day camp at the Community Center for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But then I felt it was too far, so I came back. To Loyola, <laughs> <laughs> the distance, I get it. Um, but yeah, the bridge was always there, and DJ Kodanej was always obviously very different, but also very connected in some ways, you know. Nice. Do you, do you st- like it's true that that if you look at back in the days, like I, I grew up in Kodanej, and it's so funny now that I'm working in NDG, but when I used to live in Kodanej as a young kid. I never ventured in NDG, despite no, them being right next to uh-huh, each other. That's crazy. Like, I would always invite people to my neighborhood, but never go to theirs, and especially NDG. Like, like now it's so funny when I walk and I do my groceries here. I live in Cote Saint-Luc, and I'm just like, so it's, it's, it's so close. It's right there. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. For, for so many years, I, I was just stuck in my neighborhood, and, and that was it, man. Yeah, there's a, it's a big feeling. And, and I, I, with distance now, with time, we, we realized that how we were like, stuck in the neighborhood yeah like USA, yeah you know? definitely and at one point i i, I was kind of advent- adventurous and like to just like go other places mm-hmm. like that's we went far east also uh, okay but i had friends from dg that never really went out yeah. the furthest they would go it was at jilly's on the carry to play pool you know <laughs> that's it and that was the furthest we could go yeah. you know so it's so funny. That's crazy. Um, do you feel? Do you feel? I ask the question now. Do you feel that it's uh, a little bit the same, or is there uh, throughout the years you saw a change within uh, NDG Kodanej, like getting along, becoming like becoming? I mean, the same borough and everything. Are you seeing like a difference in the youth of today that they're able to move and? Well, I think there's definitely more mobility. Mm-hmm. Maybe like information travels quicker, mm-hmm. so there's m- maybe more awareness of what's going on where. But I think there's still a gap. Yeah. Uh, I think there's still a gap, definitely. Oh, and it's I still, agree a hundred percent. Even in like the same still, neighborhood, yeah. you know, even yeah. only in NDG, there's still gaps. Yeah. In the sense that we always talk about the north and the in the south of of NDG, and it's mm-hmm. still two worlds, you know. And that's what's happening in Kodanej also. You go down the hill and up the hill. Oh yeah, two different realities. And I right think there, in that right? that sense, it has changed because Kodinaj, I think before, was a bit more homogenous. You know, mm-hmm. like 
the uphill was part of the downhill. It was kind of together. People yeah. would go up yeah. and down. Definitely. And they would feel in their neighborhood. Yeah. But now I know people that like, when they go up, it's like, oh, it's a shit. You know, France, that yeah, 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 yeah. The, like, the, the French uh, migration, the yeah, the students. Like pure and, university vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So it Coffee has shops changed. everywhere. And, it has uh, changed, definitely. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. And NDG also, I think. Yeah, what's the major changes that you saw over the years in NDG? As an NDG? Well, a lot of buildings. Yeah. Like, I remember when Concordia was built. Like the new pavilion, Holy, yeah. Now okay. it's a huge change, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the big football field on Chic- on Sherbrooke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stingers. <laughs> the stingers. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was in there. <laughs> like, yeah, the whole dome, the the, the, gros serre, the the big dome. Yeah. Uh, the fifty one, the the terminal, um, the term, the terminus, the bus terminus. Yeah, going all the way down to West Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. the condominium there before it wasn't that, you know, it was oh, IGA. Sure. Yeah, good point. Uh, on fielding, there was the the videotron there, the the club video. Okay. That also replaced that they replaced it by condos, and that's like ten years ago. But that was major changes when that changed. Yeah, we realized as kids, you know, we're like, whoa. Yeah, what's going on? The video club, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, and I think buildings like that, you know, the the Benny, the Benny Bob uh, Library mm-hmm. and the, the Sports Center uh, at Benny Park. Okay, and that's like massive changes. Uh, I don't. Know, I remember when the the court on Cavendish, like Monklin, I think. But there's that basketball court that at one point they transformed into a skate park. Yeah, and that was a big. Bad move. Like that was people, a no-no. <laughs> people were pissed off. Yeah. Because all the people from Montreal West were coming to skate there. Yeah. And the people that were playing ball there had no more places to go. But that was changes like, well, that, you know, there were small changes, but for us it was big. Yeah, for sure. It affected but, the neighborhood in, the, in a type of way, right? But at one point, like coming out of the neighborhood, for example, it's been five, six years now that I live outside of NDG Kudinej. Mm-hmm. And when you come back, and it's, I, I'm more in the center now, you know, I, I lived in the plateau, in the mm-hmm. East Plateau, Rosemont, and you realize how almost suburbs, like neighborhoods that aren't centered, yeah, don't change. Like, it's different in the terms of the speed. Like, things are pretty much... G- give me an example. In the sense that in the center, like, for example, plateau, or even like how my land has changed and all, or even downtown, shops change all the time uh like the, the the businesses are all never the same you know yeah it's true the speed uh, i, I the never people, saw it that way you know, yeah, the people yeah. the crowd mm-hmm. changes completely you know like there's new waves of people sometimes it's more like i don't know students or artists or whatever the the, the type of people changes the buildings change a lot more uh there's new buildings buildings that they put down and then you know there's so much change going on in the center it's so it's so basically fast. non-stop okay and now when i go back to week uh, to fielding montclair i see the same people on the corner okay you know, I okay. The store, it's the same Not, person okay, okay that's been there for uh. 15 20 years you know i go there now and we're like we still talk like lie yeah. on the corner you know the in the hindu uh family that works on the panel they on fielding Mon- and, and montclair is the same same. They've been okay. there for actually. I haven't been in the in the last time, but I'm I'm sure they're still there. You know. Yeah. So in that sense. So by getting out you, uh, you, of you, the neighborhood, you were able to to experience like a different type of speed oh, of yeah. change within the neighborhood and coming back. Definitely. It's like you see that it's not that fast. There's parks that have been the same. You know. Yeah. Like Chester Park is has been the same. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll end this, this conversation, <laughs> uh, well, this topic of conversation with pro or con against gentrification? Definitely con. Okay. But with a reflection, with a, like a thought about, you know, I think it's not black and white. Mm-hmm. We're making babies all over the place, you know? Yeah, go for There's it. a lot of more people yeah. traveling. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of more people living in the cities. People mm-hmm. are moving to cities. And there's ne- definitely a need to adapt or to also reverse that migration and talk about living outside big cities, yeah. having more opportunities outside big cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in every country that I have been, there are not that many, but like Chile, for example, where I'm originally from, it's always centered, centered in the capitals. Okay. Everything, the resources, the support, you know. The, 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 the opportunities in life of, of working, of studying, of connecting. Everything is in the city. Is in the cities. Okay. And obviously that creates that gentrification because everyone travels in. Yeah. And there's so much people, so much demand that the businesses are able to, to, to raise their prices. Mm-hmm. And obviously new ideas come. Some are more marketable than others. So there's a certain priorization, you know, like we see the Southwest right now. Yeah. Like it's changing and people some people are super happy because there's coffee shops everywhere now in yeah. restaurants. But others like need to move out. Starbucks, yeah. You know? Others need to move out because yeah, they need to worry the minute that you see a Starbucks next to your house. So I'm definitely against that sort of Yeah, pushing economical pushing, development yeah. that's not focused on human development. Oh, I like that. I like know? the way you phrase that. Because people think about creating new business businesses, uh, you know, having their own company and all that because now it's the new thing is being free like uh, uh, in control of your time you know yeah, being yeah. not uh, doing a nine to five exactly basically. being your own boss uh-huh. and all that which is amazing people are like getting empowered some way and, and having the, the, the confidence to do their own projects and all that but they're still all doing that for the money yeah so people will invent companies just to make money and they realize they're doing way more hours because it's their own projects and they're having their own responsibilities. And they're, 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 they can make money with their own efforts so they never stop. And they go mad, you know? A lot of people are doing burnouts for their own companies yeah. because that, yeah. you know? So I feel if, if the economic development is not focused on human quality of life, Damn. like... Yeah, um, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? I think that's what happened. Well, that's what's happening here in Montreal. Hip hop, you don't stop. Uh-huh. How many years now? It's the fourteenth. Fourteenth. You're well, going on fourteen years. Well, not me. The, the festival. No, I know for <laughs> sure, for sure. I've been there for since 2013. Yeah. I, I I completely I completely forget about that, and I didn't know it was going on fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yeah. And how long you been running it? So, running like in coordination. It's been two. Well, how long? Let, let's phrase it that way. How long you been involved in it? 2013. Okay, so it's been a while still. It's been a while. Okay, wow, wow. Oh yeah, it's pretty crazy. Sometimes okay, when you think about it, on in 2012. But even before getting into that, what is hip hop? You don't stop. Hip hop, you don't stop. Yeah, for people that don't know, I call it a a community gathering. Mm-hmm. But uh, how you call that? We don't always uh, have a consensus on the way to present it. Oh, give it, give it your definition, <laughs> the that way that you would phrase it. It's definitely a community gathering where we try to bring hip-hop culture forward uh, as a way to unify, to create dialogue, to create 
spaces to discuss, to think, to express mostly, to also give some, like, how you call that, expand the life of what hip-hop was in the 90s at some point in terms of values. We try not to be uh, eternal nostal nostalgics, but yes, we value what's what hip-hop has been built for in, in a sense of a cultural movement that's there to bond people within the same community, to create identity uh, in the sense that people that had, they weren't being listened to, they weren't being looked at, and through art, they were actually being considered. I think Hip Hop You Don't Stop is a bit of all that. Like, try to see how do we put up events that are open to all, hopefully, and that everyone feels invited at some mm -hmm. point, and how to create spaces where they could know what's going on in the neighborhood, they could find places where they could get involved to, like, better their lives and the the people around you know better in a really you know in the sense that yeah. better is all subjective but i mean healthier you know more yeah. transparent more honest more based on what we're talking about human development yeah because so hip-hop is a culture right it's is not it? it's not just it's not just rap music exactly and and that's what we try to do so basically yeah community gathering based on hip-hop culture to to give expression a voice to the community and to link it with mm -hmm. different opportunities. And we've seen the results in the sense that we've seen people get uh, in contact with others yeah. in our park jams, you know? Yeah. And afterwards, nice. see projects yeah, yeah, yeah. get birth from that, you know? Nice. In the sense that we've seen artists that have performed for the first or second, third times at Hip Hop You Don't Stop. Yeah. And the year after, they're releasing an album or an EP, and That's they're so getting network like linked with medias or produ producers, and boom, mm -hmm. they're they're trying to their 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 road as an artist is like stronger, mm -hmm. you know. So I think that what that's what hip hop could be, you know. It's like a support and inspiration also. Damn. Uh, so that's why, for example, this year we talk about hip hop. You don't stop. We've in the last, I guess, three years or a bit more, we've been involving other elements like what? the culture you know like what we started off i think it was well the first one we did in 2013 actually i was looking at the videos in the, in the pictures and we started uh including those Mark. videos by the way every time i look at them they're incredible yeah 2013 like, yo, amazing it's, amazing it's, and that's yeah. the spirit if, if people want to like get the spirit of 2000 like the, the first editions when elementality and us came in mm -hmm. that's what was it like that's the vibe 2013 was an amazing year big shout out to mark also for all the yeah, trust and all yeah. the knowledge he, what's up mark he shared and, uh, and then 2013 that's when we actually gathered to present it together the reason why we presented together was 2012 we did a jam at angrignon park yeah uh elementality i say us it's elementality uh, urban media in a trilingual urban media in French, English, and Spanish. I wanted to celebrate one year of that idea of doing a media that involves three languages that bridges people from Montreal, from the States a bit, and from South America yeah. in hip-hop culture. Mostly rap, but we had DJs and we had dancers also getting connected. Nice. Uh, we had podcasts, blogging, events. And then we wanted to celebrate one year, so we did a jam, a barbecue, as simple as that, at Angrignon. 
only thing is that we brought speakers and 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 a barbecue with tacos and all of that and the city wasn't too fond, fond of, of that yeah. <laughs> but they told us after at least you okay know? that's good so we had we were able and to do the whole jam yeah. uh, a lot of people from from the hip-hop community came through i remember full chorus was there jamming with us okay back then people from that's been there for ages you know uh we had some boards wooden boards people came to the graph we had like i think where they were dancing they were breaking on like grass that year or oh, we had a vinyl and the thing is that year we did that event and then the city came to us and was like well you know if you want to have amplification all that you need a permit yeah you can't just go in a park and have like a For jam, sure. you know? <laughs> so like mm. and that was a, that was a big moment where we we, we were in doubts and saying like do we do it like as a you know a structured way or we just keep on doing little jams like freestyling like, here and there and that's when they told us well hip-hop you don't stop is there it's been there and then dj kodinej mm-hmm. and he needed a boost they needed a boost yeah you know? he needed a, a and i'm i'm not maybe i'm phrasing it wrong because I, i'm not trying to disrespect anybody but i know mark put a lot of work and and he quoted that it needed something different something mm-hmm. that would bring people together even more mm-hmm. like a, a not a fresh start but maybe like a fresh new idea exactly and i think when we met and they realized that we were coming with that motivation we were like super inspired we're yeah, connecting yeah, yeah. with yeah. artists from all over the city you know we're having interviews with uh, mcs from latin america yeah uh there was uh you know anna tijou from chile that came through and we like chill with her and we're like ah, we're tripping mm-hmm. uh there was all sort of different artists that came through and we're like on this hype and we said like let's try it together you know let's try our elementa kisa which was the barbecue jam for one our one year celebration of elementality let's try it together mm-hmm. uh and what was amazing is that it wasn't the same time of the year yeah because elementakisa the, the main thing was the one year celebration but also the equinox okay uh most of the crew are mexicans or latin americans and, nice. we, and we all yeah. always had that uplook to like mayans and ancient cultures and, mm-hmm. and respect of seasons mm-hmm. of natural cycles at a certain extent obviously different point point of views on that but we always that was one of the reasons to do it on the 21st of september mm-hmm. because it was the switch of seasons and it was all something symbolic and when we realized hip-hop you don't start was doing it, was it at the same, at the time. same time yeah like, okay let's try it So we did one event that year, 2013, was Hip Hop You Don't Stop, Edition Special. Edition Special. <laughs> <laughs> so we brought up our jam to MBG yeah. Park. And we were happy because we were really down to do it because the, the first conversations to cre- that were like the, few, the, the first words of elementality, the project, mm-hmm. were in Gwart Park. In the sense that it's even before I, I was there because I... I I was in Chile back then and I was in contact with people from here that were thinking that project yeah. and they told me when you're back you're going to be you like be part of it you know yeah so and they were, the, the the time the first time they talked about elementality was at Gwart Park they sat down on the table the, the picnic tables and like let's do a project like and they do, came up with the idea yeah so to bring back that event at Gwart Park was like perfect so nice. we did it and that year was we had the barbers coming you know And for us, it was like, let's not just bring the four typical elements and the knowledge that embraces all of that, 
let's bring all the urban elements mm-hmm. that are part of hip hop culture arts, and baby. that are urban part arts. Of, of the neighborhood you know yeah. barbers is the place where where you you get you know things you know the, 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 the place where you talk about what's going on in the neighborhood you talk mm-hmm. about how you're feeling that day you, it's a place where you you relate to your your community yeah so we said let's bring barbers so they came in and we had the dancers you had the the the, the breakers and there was a you know the break battle and the graffiti on trucks that was like the identity of hip-hop you don't stop yeah. was the graffiti on trucks mm-hmm. they were the only one doing it in town and that's where we started that's how really the link was created and with mark there was like a really good feeling we're like okay we're you guys are good partners we're good we're, we're both realizing the benefits of doing it together this podcast is brought to you by prevention codenege ndg and the tab jeunesse ndg Subscribe now to the Dev Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And please, give us a five-star rating. Uh, the Bartenders Regiment, that's like the new, I think, the new huge add-on, like the huge new partnership, mm-hmm. which is, we're super excited every year. Let's, let's talk about that. Regiment Bartenders. Um, I don't know the whole history. Uh, Dazzle would be the one indicated for that. But I know Bartenders is a movement that was created in the Bronx, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, most well, the founder of the movement is Giant. Okay, he's a giant personality in the community, and uh, his name is Giant. That's his name is Giant. <laughs> Kept it simple. Someone like. that believes that empowering your body and your mind makes you a bit able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And if you take care of yourself, primary of your body, taking care as believing in it. Mm-hmm. Accept, accepting it and also looking at the ways to develop it as a body that's able to create mm-hmm. to move you could create you could how you call that do amazing things within the community so basically what he did is gathered I'm not I hope I'm not mistaken he's, he gathered a whole bunch of people from the Bronx that either were like ex-convicts or people that had like difficult ways in, 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 in the city like a as, bad rep or a bad rep and focus on calisthenics and free weight so basically training without weight so he focused on really getting the youth and people from the neighborhood to start training in parks or outdoors with what they had so running doing bars uh skipping rope anything anything that you don't need machines then exactly okay that's what it is with no machines so when we meet with all those organizations that are mostly related to hip-hop culture but others are not like for example music technique that have also different visions you know of 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 community work but that believe in you know in in having their youth getting concrete experience within the community so they always send for example uh volunteers and and uh interns um but i think that's the most beautiful aspect is creating all those links yeah between different organizations that some never considered hip-hop you know like the depot like you know depot alimentaire like they don't have a necessary like obvious link to hip-hop culture they're getting involved now but they're getting involved yeah like and things like that that we realize that yes we could bring people together Mm -hmm. and we could bring them together and create something positive that has impact and i think that's something also I was talking about challenge, yes, time management, but also another challenge is impact. Mm-hmm. To make sure that what we do is impactful. As a festival, in the sense that it's a couple of events that are together within a whole year. That's what's four days this year. Mm-hmm. 
we have a huge challenge to create impact within those four days we're not like a program that's there once a week you know all year so we have four days to create something to nice. seed something within people you know and that's a huge challenge yeah and and i want to make sure that it, it it does that you know and we all believe that if we're able to leave something permanent to whether it's material or if it's a thought you know if it's a feeling or it's a, a podcast or a podcast <laughs> you know yeah. like that's what we need to do because because nice. yeah and we've realized we've made impact you know there's there's youth, oh definitely there's definitely. youth that or even there's youth that came out of from community studios like no bad sound that released their first eps yeah. uh or their first project at holy poppy don't stop yeah and now uh four years later five years later they're traveling the world and i want to yeah. send a big a big big shout out to strange fruits you know yeah that's what happened oh yeah uh i remember seeing them the, for the first time like performing at and, hip-hop you know and uh, for that's us so cool it's a block more it's a, it's a, it's a, how you call it it's it's a little stone on that road that we could add to those youth you know that's dope because there's obviously a whole bunch of opportunities that these youths go through and experience and that like helps them go forward and believe in what they're doing but at Hip Hop You Don't Stop we believe that we've been one of that rocks of that mm-hmm. road you know and we see it and and people also remember that and I feel that feels grateful like we feel ha- like really we're doing it for a reason you know and there's a couple of people's on the programming also you know MCs that I've known for like 15 years and that I know that back then you know used to be doing things in, in that that didn't benefit others if we could yeah. if we could put it that way you know <laughs> in the proper way and now they're get, they're willing to get involved and for yeah. me and for the team is essential to invite them to mm-hmm. perform and say like well here's the opportunity you know that after 10 years 15 years that you know you've been kind of looking for yourself and and going in and out in jail and and tasting this and all that and doing all of that now you're focusing on music after like i don't know how many years like we want to support that we want to support that shift you're doing in your life of going mm-hmm. back to music and now we're bringing back to for example to kent park where we all did stuff you know <laughs> we all chilled at park at kent park <laughs> for you know? sure so that's something important that i mean and that's and and myself too in a sense that you know we hanged out too we had our problems we 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 were looking for identity too you know at some yeah. point you know yeah uh as many as many families i grew up without my dad too uh not it wasn't his decision because he passed away when i was 11 but i mean we were looking for stuff you know to do and to yeah. experience yeah. and at some point the only thing that actually made me or i know a lot of people we talk the same thing it was having your boys and chilling together and feel that that security that okay these are my boys yeah and that if i call them they're gonna be there and if like i need something we're gonna link and we're gonna be you know if i'm saying like yo come through at home they're gonna come through at one point if they can you know or or the same thing there and i that got us into all sorts of paths you know in the sense that also mostly as part latino american we well yeah we got that call we got to know that culture where a lot of sent like a lot of latinos in montreal i think in that loss of identity because they're like from here and not from there Mm -hmm. 
because they're not necessarily Salvadorian or Chilean because they, they were born here or they oh, grew yeah. up here. So they're just trying to find themselves. But they're not Quebec at all. Yeah. Like even myself, yeah. I went to a, a, a elementary school. What I could say, I was the only one with like Quebec or blood on 500 people or something, you know? Yeah. In the sense, I went to Westminster High School uh, elementary mm-hmm. and like there wasn't no Quebecers there. There was one year they did a, a class special and that's where the Quebecers came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was always hanging out with immigrants, how they call yeah. it, like we used to call yeah, it. Yeah, different other, ethnicities, you know? yeah. And, and diversity. And that's where we try to find each other. I don't know. I, don't know, I just wanted to mention that because no, I think it's, it's one of the reasons. Like, I think it is important. I believe into that. There's positive things in the neighborhood yeah. and that people that were in their same situation are now getting involved in the community. Yeah. And they could do so too. And anyways, they're... they're their heightness went uh, too high and it's, yeah, it's high the next level, level, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel hip-hop, you don't stop, can do that, you know? Uh, people I know today, for example, from those, those same crews, now are doing social work or like working in prevention of delinquence, yeah. you know? Or they're working and usually those are the best workers because they have the background, they live that life, mm-hmm. um, they're able to be straightforward, they're able to be professional, they're able to to have many faces, you know, during the, uh, an intervention. And, and they have and no I think, fear. Yeah, and they have no fear. They and I think that's what lose. you need because, <laughs> because it's, it sucks to say, but a lot of times you need someone when you're you and someone that's talking to you, you need someone that's relatable. Mm-hmm. If, if you cannot relate to that person, you, you don't have anything in common with that person. Why would you ever listen to that that's person? You didn't grow like, I didn't grow up like you, like we, we don't wear the same clothes, we don't look alike, and you don't come from the same neighborhood, but yet you insist that you want to help me. So, you know, but, but I, I see it. I see it from their perspective, and I understand it. And I understand what hip-hop, you don't stop, also wants to bring to the community, and, and it's all good vibes, man. It's all positivity and aiming for, for something bigger. And when you spoke about culture, and, and that's what people need to understand is that hip-hop is a culture mm-hmm. and that, that it's bigger than, than, than rap. I don't know if I, if, if, you know, I keep saying that, like hip-hop is bigger than rap, but it's for us to, you know, spread the word and let people and make people understand. And also like, to not like, segmentize it in the sense that yes hip-hop culture you know but hip-hop culture is not homogeneous it's not the same hip-hop culture everywhere mm-hmm. in the sense that there you go there's obviously core elements to it that were founders of it and are representative expressions of that culture mm-hmm. but it adapts you know in the sense that you've seen there's there's artists from all around the world that are taking those jars or that mm-hmm. ways of expression and are adapting it their own way like Graffiti, for example, you know, or or uh, Funky from Montreal, from Montreal. He's a Cambodian uh, graffiti writer, and he was the first person to actually take uh, Khmer, the, the Khmer, the, the Khmer community in Cambodia. He would take their ancient writing and put it into graffiti pieces. Damn, you know. So he adapted his culture to that, and that's just one example. Yeah. So you see that everywhere, you, and now you see people rapping in Quechua, you see people rapping in in, in Arabic, you yeah. see people, and it's a huge tool because it gives you power, you know, to express yourself. It mm-hmm. gives you the confidence to say like to say who you are, and I think that's what has to be like respected within hip hop culture and not forget it 
for all the upcoming artists in the sense that uh don't follow it don't follow a trend you know in the sense that if you're gonna speak out speak for yourself you nice. know don't 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 repeat what you've heard that's and cool. i think that's key you know thanks emilio Kick up.